Hello guys and welcome, welcome to, to Happy, Happy Single, Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! <laughs> Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life. Every episode will deliver the best hard-hitting topics surrounding mummy life. So, here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Single Moms podcast. We're going to be focusing on anxiety today. Anxiety is your body's natural response to stress and it can also show up in panic attacks, phobias, social anxiety disorders, obsessive compulsive disorder and separation anxiety as well. Being a single mother is very, very difficult. Being a mother is difficult as well. And anxiety can show up in various ways. So today we're speaking to Natsi. She is a fellow YouTuber and kind of an anxiety specialist. So hey, hey. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself and your single mother journey. So um, I'm going to say I live in North Carolina. Uh, I've, I've been a single mom for technically the last five years, but I feel like I've been a single parent since the beginning. Um, you know, me and my daughter's father was together for about three years before we had her. And, you know, it, it Early on in my pregnancy, I realized that it wouldn't work out in the long term. Um, it was just our goals and vision weren't aligned. And after a while, um, you know, we worked at it for a few years. And then, you know, at about two years and I had to call it quits because I wasn't happy. It was no growth. And I was doing all the work myself. Oh, wow. Did he feel the same way or? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Wow. So would you say then you're like um a single mother by choice then or I would um I I would say kinda of by choice, yeah, because I, I couldn't stay in a relationship where I was in a relationship but still a single parent. Yeah. So he you were pulling most of the weight then. Yeah. But how have you found it then without like just your journey as a single mom? Do you feel like you faced any like stigma or do you feel like you've had more support um i think in the beginning when we first broke up a lot of people didn't understand so people were asking questions and this was just just because at the time when i was going through it i didn't share it so um people didn't fully understand at first why you know why i chose to walk away from the situation but overall um i don't think i faced a lot of stigma of I have a lot of friends and family members who are also single moms, so they just supported me and had my back no matter what, and it actually made it a lot easier. Um, my support system has made it a lot easier to be a single parent. That is awesome, because I watched, um, I absolutely love anyone that does YouTube. I think it's so, so brave of you. <laughs> um Hence why I decided to do podcasting. I'm like, I cannot be in front of no screen. But yes, I watched one of your YouTube videos where you were expressing your anxiety story. And um, 
yeah just tell me um tell the audience a bit about that because i love the fact that you were so vulnerable and so open about it because it's something that a lot of i find that a lot of people in our community don't really share and anxiety cuts across race gender so social and economic background like but you you know just laid it bare you just told everyone about your anxiety story and how you managed to overcome so tell us um, a little bit about that okay um it was not easy for me to share it took a long time to actually get to that point um but i've had anxiety for pretty much as long as i can remember and i as an as a kid i had it but it wasn't as prominent until i got older um and, you know, start having, like, real-life situations. And then I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I feel anxious. So I don't, something doesn't feel right. I never knew what to actually call it. And so I had a, my first um, panic attack. And the doctors, you know, I ended up having to go to the hospital. And they said, oh, you had a panic attack. And that was it. It was no, <laughs> no so how, did you, how did you have the panic attack? How, how did that feel? I thought I was dying. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't catch my breath. And I'm not a person. I wasn't exercising or anything. I was just at work. So I couldn't understand why I couldn't catch my breath. And I was like, it was, my chest was tight. And it scared my friends at work, my manager. And they, they wanted to send me out 911 and I wouldn't go. So they called my mom. Um, and she came to the job. And by the time she got there, my breathing had slowed down some. But and it was still regular. Did anything trigger it? Um, I don't I think at the time, so I just kind of was annoyed. I was like graduating from high school. I think I was I was in college. Um, I was annoyed at work. It just probably was probably around finals or midterms, just a lot going on. And it just hit me out of nowhere and took me, it literally stopped my day. Cause I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't know what caused it. And I didn't know really what it was. Yeah, yeah. I um, I've only ever. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. I I I remember one of my girlfriends having an anxiety attack, and I studied law, and it was our first ever exam. And she was sat behind me beforehand. We were fine. We were going into the exam. I was like, just make sure you're ready. We were prepping each other. We dressed up nicely because we're like, do you know what? If we look good, we're gonna <laughs> feel good. We're gonna just this paper and um so when the um teachers were like okay now um guys we're about to start the the exam i heard her behind me hyperventilating like she could not breathe and i was looking behind i was like uh-uh, this girl's messing around this cannot be real like, i was just talking to you two minutes ago but she was just she couldn't breathe she just couldn't even hold her pen it, and i was looking at her like what's going on here and i thought she was faking it I was like, this girl is faking it so she could just get some extra time, you know, but they had to escort her out of the exam hall and she couldn't sit that exam. But I never really thought anxiety was real up until the time that I had an anxiety attack. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to explain. Yeah. And I had one when um, one of my, I went to Amsterdam and in Amsterdam you can smoke marijuana and I'm not really a big drinker. I'm not really a I, I'm a party girl, but I'm not really the drugs or alcohol kind of person per se. But uh, my friends were smoking marijuana, and then I was like, "Yes, I'm a gangster. Let me try as well." 
Chalet. <laughs> I tried the marijuana and I felt like the whole world was spinning and I couldn't breathe. And it, I just, I was just on the floor. I was crying and I had a panic attack that they, I just ruined the, the holiday for my friends that day. They were like, we can't take you anywhere. <laughs> oh my God. You know, they had to put me in a the shower. They stripped me naked. I was crying. But um, yeah, I, I had an anxiety attack, but I didn't really think it was real till I had one. And I, I just remembered my friend thinking to myself, oh my God, all that time I thought she was faking it. This ish is real. It's it is real. Yeah. I remember like in high school and middle school, I used to have um, test anxiety. That's when I'm saying I can remember having anxiety as, as long as I can, as my whole life. Um, test, I would freeze or I would rush through and wouldn't complete it. So my mom would always talk me through tests. Like before I had to take a big test, even now she's like, make sure you, or something dish, like make sure you drink a cup of water and take a couple deep breaths because she knows, um, that my anxiety will get the best of me and I'll freeze up. Mm. So how were you doing childbirth then? <laughs> Surprisingly, um, I was calm because it was something like for me, my anxiety is triggered by kind of not being in control of some like the situation or not knowing what the outcome of the situation would, would be. With my daughter, I knew the outcome would be she would be out of me and I would no longer have indigestion. So yeah. I was so relieved and I was very calm. Um, and then my, my sister, my mom was there and my sister mm -hmm. just, they kept me calm. And then I got a, I got an epidural. So childbirth um, was definitely a lot more easier than a lot of other situations. So how do you manage anxiety and what like advice would you give to other people? So one thing for me, um, I started going to therapy. Before I did therapy, I did I read a lot of self-help books, um, and I do a lot of reflection. So I choose to for me, I wanted to really get to the root of my anxiety, like what caused it and how can I control it. So I started going to therapy because I realized um with journaling I could reflect and say, Okay, in this moment, this is what triggered me. Um, and this is how I feel now. But I never knew what actually was like the original cause of me feeling anxious all the time. And so for me, you know, I would advise people to journal, go, definitely go see a therapist, um, read. I like self-help books. Some people don't, but I've, I find some um, really helpful just because it helps me to reflect on myself and do like a lot of deep diving. No. So those are the things that I like. How long have you been in therapy then? Um, also known for five years. Five years. So mm -hmm. how do they? What um? How do they help you combat um the anxiety? Um, what do they give you? A lot of so I don't take any medication for my anxiety. Um, I don't I don't smoke or anything. If especially if I'm feeling anxious, I won't smoke. I won't drink. Um, and I don't take any medication. So, and I expressed to them that I didn't want to be on any medication. So my therapist, um, the first one I had, she recommended, 
um, a few of Brene Brown books. She recommended um, meditation, some mindfulness. And so that's what I started with. Okay. And I've seen um, a lot of people do a lot of breathing exercises without when it comes to anxiety. So yeah. I asked asking whether what what methods or what, what advice would they had give did they give you? Um, she gave me some breathing exercises directly on YouTube. Um, I can't remember the first one that I use it, but for me, I I like um, what is the app? Calm and what is the other one? Headspace. I've got actually. Isn't calm for? I use that for sleep. Yeah, they, they also have um like some breathing exercises and some meditation on there, and then Headspace is another one that'll help you. Um, but I a lot of times I'll just go on YouTube. Okay, and just like play, um type in breathing exercises to assist. Mm-hmm. So if you like breathing exercise for anxiety or mindful breathing, things will come up. So do you think that more people like need to be educated more about anxiety and what it is? Because yeah, I think a lot of people are suffering myself oh, with with anxiety, but they don't really know. Yeah, I, I think anxiety. I don't know about in the UK, but over here you hear people all the time. My anxiety, my anxiety, and they're not using it. They're using it as a crutch, and they're not really experiencing anxiety they may feel anxious but it's not true anxiety so i do wish that people are um would talk to people with anxiety more and really find out how it makes them feel because each person's anxiety is different and that's why i started sharing my story on youtube because i for a long time i never talked about it i kept everything in and the people around me didn't know what was going on so they didn't know how to support me so how can anxiety show up in in different ways then? Because I, I'm I, that means I'm I only ever thought that anxiety would, um, if you're having if you can't breathe if you're panicking. So how does it show up in other ways then? Um, some you know you can have you, so that's more like an anxiety attack. But with like the day to day anxiety, you'll see people. Um, some people will be like overachievers. They'll go above and beyond. Um, and be people pleasers because they feel like they they have the anxiousness of wanting to just do the most and you know make sure people are happy with them um then you have other times where people will shut down like i do like if i'm feeling very anxious or um nervous i'll shut down i'll like i'll get off the phone you won't talk to me for a couple days and it won't be anything um significant that anybody has done it's just i need that time to really like decompress and figure out what's going on um you can have sweats um people some people will sweat when they get get anxious um you know that nervous feeling like you'll get like uh butterflies in your stomach you, people will get that it's so many different like physical side effects that will come along with anxiety wow that is yeah okay that's amazing. I actually have never, I've only ever thought about it just having the major panic uh, attack. So but in regards to you, how have you kind of navigated like anxiety and motherhood and parenting? Because so <laughs> kids are stressful. <laughs> it is stressful. Um, I think that was my major reason for trying to get to the root of my anxiety because I didn't want to, um, 
pass my anxiety, like my triggers and my stress onto my daughter. So when I do feel anxious, um, sometimes I will, I'll sit down and I'll color with her. Like Sunday, we, she wanted to color. We sat down. I color with her. Um, I'll do things like to try to keep calm as a parent, like taking baths and night, you know, just to have that time to decompress so I'm not as anxious or on edge. And my daughter is aware that I have anxiety. Um, so she will she'll ask me sometimes, like if I'm like looking a little, you know, like daydream, she's like, are you okay? Are you feeling anxious? <laughs> she's like a little old lady. Um, and I'm open with her because she knows that I have anxiety. So I just, me kind of getting it under control has just helped me with parents and it made it a lot less stressful because now I'm not worried about, um, I'm not as focused on trying to figure out what's wrong with me. I can focus on like the day-to-day mommy aspect because being a parent is hard, you know, on its own. So when you're feeling anxious, it's even harder. Definitely. So what um, advice would you give mothers that are actually suffering from anxiety? Um, listening. Well, I would say talk to people about it. Be okay with asking for help. Be okay with asking for help. Um, if you need if you need moments and time to yourself, and you need to take your kid, um, your, or your children to a friend or family member for a little bit, ask for it. Speak up because if you don't speak up for yourself, um, nobody else will. Definitely. So that's the one thing I felt like I didn't do for a long time is ask for help. When, especially when I was when I wasn't feeling myself, so I would definitely say ask for help, go to therapy, journal, um, do some self reflection. Those things are very helpful. Yeah, and I also would say that for me, um, I think that sometimes we can actually suffer from anxiety, but don't know we haven't identified it. I think the the definition of anxiety needs to be at the forefront of our minds because I remember I've shared this on the podcast before that my one of my girlfriends invited me she's married she invited me to um, a kid's birthday party and for some reason I can't I can never find my son's socks so I just put like a blue sock on him and a green sock on him and we just said all right fine let's just go to the party and as soon as we got to the house she said to me oh no no shoes and I was like oh my god all these married women are going to see this single mother with her child a green sock and a blue sock and a red sock I was just I was so upset and I did not want to take his shoes off my heart was beating and I know it sounds like something so trivial and something so small I was but that there was a loud voice in my head saying look 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 at the kind of mother you are you know, you can't even get the socks correct, you know. And those but, type of thoughts, when you have anxiety, those type of thoughts will then play in your head two or three days later. Like, oh, man, I could have done this different or I should have done that different. You're reliving it and you're stressed over something yeah, that but you nobody else is thinking of. Exactly. You need to quiet quieten the loud voice and the loud voice of negativity and what what I shared on the on the podcast the fact that when I actually got into the house like most of the married women that were there, their kids had holes in their socks different color socks just, and I was like oh my god I am just there listening to this loud negative voice in my head and we speak to ourselves especially as women negatively all the time like you wouldn't talk to your friend like that so why would you speak to yourself like that you know yeah. so um, 
yeah I, I find that like as soon as you hear that negative loud voice you just need to just tell it to shut up you know yeah. you need to just, just be quiet you don't control me that's yeah. the one advice I would give to, to anyone that's suffering from anxiety yes and you definitely have to find that voice and you have to find your creative to me to find your creative outlet definitely helps to calm that voice um because when you're with anxiety the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that negative voice a lot of times going 24 7 so for me i found that being creative has really will help me calm that um that negative voice that negative thoughts and then you know definitely affirmations i'm super big on affirmations and i think that saying them to yourself writing them down having them posted just reminding yourself of who you are is definitely helpful yes definitely and you would consider you would advise more people to actually consider having therapy wouldn't you definitely i do because why do you think there is like i find that a lot of people in our community especially being um black they don't really they frown upon because i've i've been through therapy myself and when I, I was battling like forgiveness and you know i held a lot of people in unforgiveness and it was affecting me and it wasn't until i went through therapy then i realized why it why it was but i'm so thankful that i went through it to identify my issues and i just i find it such a blessing but when i tell people that oh yeah i've got a therapist they're like what what's wrong with you are you crazy you know and i'm like no this this person actually helped me you know and i you know why it is that people frown upon therapy when you even having friends friends are a, a, a therapist to be quite honest i've noticed that some of your friends will give you a call like 10 times oh they can't did this today <laughs> you know and i'm like okay i no longer accept those calls <laughs> and, and i know that may sound bad but I'm not a therapist. I have my own stress and problems. And your friend will give you advice from their point of view. A therapist will give you advice from a neutral perspective. And that's the biggest thing about therapy that I love is that it's coming from a neutral, it's coming from a neutral place. And it's coming from um, a place of unbiased where your friends is giving you a biased opinion. So that's the main thing that I recommend with therapy. And even if you don't have anxiety or depression, therapy can just be an outlet of someone to talk to, to just to keep you kind of in line. Like, okay, does this make sense? You know, and I think that the stigma, it seems like it's starting to lift. I see a lot more people being open about therapy, um, but we definitely got some more work we have to do. Definitely. Definitely. So have you got any big plans for the rest of the year? I know we're still in a pandemic, but I'm going to continue to post on my YouTube channel. Um, I'm just trying to work to get more consistent with that. And then I want to create a activity book for anxiety. That would be awesome. Even a coloring book would be magnificent. Yes, yeah, so I wanted to incorporate coloring, journal and a few other things. Oh, that would be awesome. So where can people find you on social media and your YouTube channel as well? Um, on social media and my YouTube channel, it's Nate. Well, on Instagram, it's Nate underscore J. And then on Instagram, I mean, on YouTube, it's Nate, N-A-T-A-Y-J, just the letter. All right. Okay. 
I just want to thank you so much, Nate, for taking the time out to talk to me today about your anxiety, your YouTube channel, your single mother journey, the fact that you're fighting a good fight and you're an advocate for even therapy. Uh, like you have been such a breath of fresh air and you're such an inspiration to um, a lot of women out that are out there at the moment that are suffering from anxiety and have overcome, to be quite honest. So thank you for overcoming, not only for yourself, for your daughter as well and it's been wonderful having you on happy single mom <laughs> thank you for letting me share it's fine